Okay. Hey, it's Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... James Romero. It's an honour to be speaking to you tonight. You release Vampiro in a few days. How pleased are you with the response from the media and the fans that have heard a few of the songs? Well, we're, we're overwhelmed with uh, the reviews so far. I mean, uh, everybody seems to love the album, and uh, the fans are loving it, and uh, they're loving the live show that we're putting on, and... I think that they were on to something that we should have did uh, 1989 with Nosferatu. <laughs> but, you know, hey, better late than never, right? Totally. Well, my humble opinion, it's as good as Nosferatu. I, 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 I'm glad to hear that because, uh, to be honest, uh, so many times that album has just hung over us like a dark cloud as well as a shining star because of the fact that it was such the album that everybody, oh, we'll never do another Nosferatu. You know, it's like, you know, we're like, well, you know, that was then, and, you know, we, we can't exactly do that all over again just like that. But, I mean, you know, I mean, I think that when we uh, when we put our heads together on this one, and uh, I said, you know, I want to go back to doing a full-on uh, Dracula vampire theme thing again, because it's our favorite subject. It's my favorite subject. And, you know, it, it to me, it was, it was the time to do it, and I think that we're... Totally. I mean, I, I love the vampire concept. Have you actually ever visited Whitby in Yorkshire, where Bram Stoker is said to have been inspired with the thoughts of Dracula? No, I'd, lo- I'd love to love to go there and, and, you know, visit all that area. I mean, I, I'm very fascinated with the whole vampire world, you know. I mean, uh, uh, it, to me, it's just, I mean, uh, I hate to say this, but I wish I could be one, you know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but... You know, I mean, it's such a... Um, but no, I'd love to go visit that area and everything. That would be awesome. Oh, you've got to do it, honestly. It's absolutely amazing. They have, like, um, gothic weekends and things like that. And it's just... Oh. Yeah, it's got to be seen to I be mean, believed. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to go see that, you know. Certainly. Um, do you have a particular favourite song today from the album? Absolutely. And then after we, it got released, Larry and the rest of the band were like, dude, you were right. <laughs> and to this day, I have a lot of people that say that. Like, dude, that's the song that just, it grabs you by the boo-boo, you know? And it, and it has every element of the album on it and where we were going with the album. So I would say Black Cathedral still stands strong. Uh, as my favorite. And my next favorite probably would be Abolish the Sun. 
oh, don't totally. I love all of the tracks. I can't get stop playing it, and it's a bit hard because I've got to review other albums that I keep going back to yours. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever thought of doing like a vampire themed Hellstar DVD? be so frustrating really must be um have, yeah. have you ever i've asked another band who's crazy about vampires as well called the 69 eyes from finland i don't know if you know of them but... oh yeah i've heard of them yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they're great yeah they love vampires too and i've asked him this as well have you ever met a vampire a real vampire you know i know that they, there's people that claim that they are vampires uh, if they really are i mean but no, I've never really met one. I know there's a couple down in Louisiana that I've been meeting. I've been trying to go to the, uh, I actually was trying to get us on the vampire ball that they do every year in New Orleans, but I think they were probably too heavy for that, you know? So uh, I think the guy is very fond of what we're doing, and he seems to be a metalhead that uh, puts the ball on every year. It's a very big ball, mm. um, and it's on, you know, just before Halloween, but I've never really met a real vampire, although they, I know that there are people that claim that they are. Um, I, you know, I find that a little hard to believe at some point, but, you know, I mean, hey, anything's possible these days. <laughs> it, it is, absolutely right. Um, you recently signed to Dave Ellison's EMP label, which seems to be growing bigger daily, actually. How pleased are you to be signed to his monster, which it is? Yeah, well, no, I mean, we're, we're really happy. I mean, you know, um, for now, I mean, you know, just like anything, you know, it, it's, it's, we're seeing what's going on. Um, I mean, because basically we, we were going to, you know, we, AFM wanted us to re-sign with them again, and, and they started to, like, like, see if they wanted to start offering us less, you know, and I'm going, like, wait a minute, we just gave you eight years of our lives. Mm. You're supposed to go up the ladder, not down the ladder. Especially if you're gonna, you know, 
stay with the company again for another eight years or God knows how long. And, and we got really frustrated. And we never really saw a lot of promotion from them either. Although they said that they did, but I mean, it, it, it was never that, you know, you, know, you got a, sm a small hug and a small kiss on the cheek, Whoa, and then that was it. You know, but that's kind of how every label is these days. And so not, nothing to say bad about them. They did some great stuff. I mean, at least, you know, we got the band uh, resurfaced again and dug up from the grave again through them for, you know, with the albums we did. But with Ellison's label, what we were going to do aside of being, you know, uh, uh, when we got frustrated with AFM's offer and, and everything else, we were almost going to just do our own label like a lot of bands do sometimes, like a lot of the indie bands, they do that, you know, and, uh, and we, because we have the facility to record our stuff on our own, we don't need your money, you know, up front, and, um, because that's all you'll ever see, too, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, so, but with, uh, when the whole thing with Ellison came across, because we've been good friends for I don't know how many years, you know, we, we toured with Megadeth, he produced, semi-produced one of the Hellstar records, me and him were on a record together, and, you know, we got a lot of history there. His his tactic and his plan of how we would work this deal out was as good as being on our own label, but without the headache of, oh, but we've got to manufacture it, the production. Oh, we also got to hire a publicist, a PR guy to do all the promotions. See, and, and that would have been a big headache. Now we have all that. And it's and the deal is so sweet that it's almost like being on our own label, but uh, without all that headache. And obviously, we did the right thing because I wouldn't be doing this interview right now if I did my own label because they obviously knew what they were doing. And Alex uh, Axel was their guy to to do our PR and look yeah. what happened. Yeah, Axel's amazing. Yeah, and I'm just so pleased that um, Axel's involved with EMP because. Dave Ellison's is like one of my heroes, as well as you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Not so long ago, you celebrated 30 years as Hellstar. What do you put down to the band's longevity? I think that the, the, the most thing for our longevity, dude, it's, it's, it, it obviously, in our, in our case, it isn't the money. It's the passion. Um, part of it also is that, um, it's, you know, and everything that, that I do is sort of a vampiric life. No matter, it, it's not even writing about vampires, but if I start thinking about my whole life in general, I'm cursed, <laughs> you know, yes, I will always be the undead, you know, I mean, I have no choice but to roam this earth for the rest of my life, being a musician. Are um, you a nighttime no, dude I mean, as well? Yeah, exactly, right, I, yeah. I must find blood to suck, you know, for the rest of my life, because, I mean, uh, at this point in my career, I mean, I don't do too bad with music, I would say, I mean, to be honest, I would say that... Uh, aside of Hellstar, because, you know, I do a lot of other things anyways, and people have known that for years. But aside of that, I mean, I would say music still at least makes up 70% of my um, 
my living and my income. The other 30%, yes, I do work from home. I have a, a regular job and that kind of thing like everybody else, but I have the luxury of working from home, which I love. But other than that, I mean, I think the longevity is just the, the looking in the mirror and facing the facts. Like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do now anyways? I mean, what are you going to do? Go back to college and, and try to become something? And I'll spend another 10 years of that. I mean, who's going to hurry, you know? Yeah, I'm going to be a doctor, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then by the time I get my doctor's degree, uh, can you show me where it hurts? Because I can't see, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, the longevity of L-Star is, is mainly the fact and the passion that, that this is what you chose to do. And since you're going to do this till the day that you become dust, you know, you may as well... Uh, do it as best as you can, you know, and, and so that's kind of a lot of it, I think, is just the fact that, that I'm not going anywhere else. What else can I do? And, um, and while I'm here, I may as well just slash and bite as many throats as I fucking can. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So are you still do, doing work with Malice, or is that sort of not happening anymore? No, that ended, that ended a long time ago. I mean, unfortunately, the, the, you know, one of the main members... Uh, really destroyed everything. Uh, got himself into a, uh, a bunch of trouble that he uh, that he's done before. It was a, re- a repeat uh, criminal situation, and that once that was he was gone. That was it. And then and then unfortunately the other main member had a stroke. You know, an mm-hmm. aneurysm. And um, so with those two guys gone, I mean, what's the sense? There, I mean, there's no malice really. How do you personally maintain your voice as it does sound as fresh and as vibrant as it did when you first started out all those years ago, back in 1902? Yeah, a lot of Jaeger. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, well, the thing is, is that I, um, I took professional lessons after Burning Star. I mean, Burning Star was all done natural. I didn't even know what I was really doing. Um, but after that, I started started getting, uh, you know, sore throats from singing live, and then I couldn't figure out what was going on, and uh, then I took the professional lessons uh, for about two months, and uh, and she really, really gave me all the major um, secrets of, you know, singing and singing properly, and uh, and I cherish those to this day, and that was in 1984 when I did this. Wow. Uh, And so... um, since then, I've lived by those rules religiously, and um, I guess that's part of it. I mean, and you know, a lot of it is, um, believe it or not, a lot of it is sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here we go again with, you know what, maybe James Rivera is a fan. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, um, when I'm on tour, I have to sleep a minimum of 10 hours a day. Wow. So you got to figure that when you're on tour, when are you playing at night? Okay, and when you're done playing, you do the meet and greet with the fans. The next thing you know, oh, after show party, you know, ah, we go to pub and drink, and oh, okay, you go do that. By the time you find your way back to the bus, it's four in the morning, maybe five, <laughs> and you go to your bunk and you go to sleep. And when I wake up, it's dark again. <laughs> You know what I mean? So I do, yeah. There, there goes the other vampire. 
fire started, you know, so this is getting better, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and the band knows better to not wake me up, you know, like, it's like, hey, that's the Eiffel Tower, should we wake you up? No, don't, don't do that, dude, don't fucking slash you, you know, yeah, yeah, just take a picture of it, you know, and by the time I get up, I'm like, hey, what time is it? They're like, oh, dude, it's five, they're getting ready to serve dinner, oh, shit, oh, I better go get a glass of wine and go eat, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, sleep is very important for your vocal cords because um, they're little muscles that need to relax and that, that's really the main thing for, for keeping your voice as it is and there's certain gargles that I do every night after the shows and that kind of thing. But other than that, I mean, I I can't explain it. I mean, or it is because it's, uh, it's, it's immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me why we should buy Vampiro? Well, I'll tell you why you should buy it because it's it's if you're I mean especially if you're a real true metalhead, you should buy it because it will be one of the. It's just like when you go to a restaurant um, and you have your favorite restaurant and you eat there all the time because you know the quality of the food, the portions of the food, the cost of it, it everything together is always going to be what you want and you're never going to walk away unhappy it's the restaurant that you take your friends to when they come in from out of town because you know they're going to like it and the same with vampiro it's the album that if anybody really really is a true old school classic thrash even newer style black metal fan you're going to not regret that you went into that restaurant and you may end up going to that restaurant all the time now and it's because you're like hmm I've always gone to this place but this new place called Vampiro I wonder what their shit's like oh well let me try it you know and you won't regret trying it if we could give you a money back uh, refund like Walmart or something we'd do that but <laughs> that's not possible in this game but we're that confident that anybody that and anybody that's okay, let's just even go further. Anybody that ever loved Hellstar must buy it. Anybody that's in the metal, real metal, you have to buy it, and then you won't regret it. Totally, couldn't agree more. What would you like Hellstar to be remembered for in a hundred years' time? The band that loved vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a sense of a thing no, here. <laughs> I would like, you know what? Then I think it will be remembered. In a hundred years from now, geez, you know, I don't know, kids, open your books to page 29. We are going to study the history of what used to be called heavy metal. Now, <clears throat> there was all kinds of different heavy metals that came out, children. And it was the music that was loud, and a lot of people said it was satanic and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and then we start talking about the different areas of bands that arose and of course the UK made some of the greatest metal bands the godfathers of them all but there was a Texas scene and there was one band that put the fa uh, put metal on the face of the earth from Texas and the band was called Hellstar they were from Houston Texas that's what I'd like to be remembered of brilliant five quick fire questions the last one you don't have yeah. to the last one you don't have to answer all right i'm warning you you don't have okay. to answer it this <laughs> <laughs> okay. is that sort of contentious uh jack daniels or a cup of tea how about combined <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Digital or vinyl? Ah, uh, vinyl. Festival or small intimate gig? Small intimate gig. Cowboy boots or slippers? Slippers. Trump or Clinton? Told ya. <laughs> you know, uh, no, I, 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 don't go there. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. You know, I, I, no, I can answer that. I, I'd have to say Trump, you know, just, uh, I, I mean, I think at this point in the game, we're going to lose no matter what you do, but I just don't understand how anybody can trust her anymore. I just, I don't get it. I just don't see how people don't see what she's done already that, why would you want somebody in there that's already lied to us for 30 years mm. already? I mean, is the lying going to stop now all of a sudden? You know, no. oh, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, but, you know, yeah, she's a snake, all right, isn't she? I think. Yeah, you know, and uh, he has never really done anything political, but I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where... I think it's time to move. That's what I think. And it's time to move to Transylvania. <laughs> yeah, couldn't agree more. All right, I want to yeah. thank you so much for this awesome interview. It's been really good fun. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Well, yeah, I want to thank all you guys for all the years of support. And, you know, um, we uh, look forward to coming back and touring. You know, we did get to play London once. Um, that was a long, a couple of years ago. And I would love for us to do like a full UK tour. I mean, you know, I just don't know how possible that is, but I, I know we have a fan base there, you know, and uh, I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much um, for all the love and, and, and passion you've given us for 30 something plus years. And that we, um, we hope that um, this, this album is the one that, that uh, all those years that you waited to see something exciting happen for us is that you will see it the same way we do, is that, you know, that we finally gave you what you've been waiting for, just like we've been waiting for. So I think all together now we can rejoice and become the undead and live for eternity. 